0: talking about today
1: tell me when the show starts well
0: it's not really a show it's just a podcast but are
1: we rolling uh we are rolling now yes in, so we're good well in garage logic we've come up with names
0: wait a minute wait a minute you should welcome them back to the garage logic podcast the inside garage logic podcast uh-huh. the 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 backstory
1: well we've moved on from the backstory this is this is fleshing out current things
0: well i'm, I'm glad we're current let's
1: go well, in garage logic we've come up with names for things that that uh, what uh, symbolize what in God's name is happening to this country. Right. headdressing. Uh headdressing uh, head is when uh, celebrities wear Native American headdresses knowing full well they'll have to apologize and thus get themselves some more publicity. So when we see somebody captured in that act we call it headdressing. Right. Windmilling. Uh you've heard of windmilling. That's uh, generally uh uh, people advocating some sort of environmental concern until they find out it might happen in their backyard, like the Kennedys who were opposed to windmills once they found out they could see them from their place on Cape Cod. Windmill. <laughs> yes. Well, we also came up with a term called power washing, and that's what I want to talk about today. We didn't know what power washing was, but we were coming across examples. Of, of these self-appointed examples of virtue, these so-called social justice warriors, who were taking something sweet and innocent and charming mm-hmm. and taking it apart until it was left to be nothing but darkness. For example, uh, two local young musicians in the Twin Cities uh, more than a year ago uh, determined out of the blue... That the song uh, "Baby, It's Cold Outside," right? Uh, I wish you wouldn't go. Why don't you stay? That whole deal. Remember that song? Oh, yeah, it's a wonderful great, song, great written, tune, written Very in the '40s. They cute. determined that really what that was about was date rape. So they rewrote the lyrics to give the woman in the song more what they believed to be freedom to actually leave. There was it's not a song about date rape. It was a cozy, charming song, but they. They left it smothered in darkness. They tried to ruin it. Now, they might think they weren't trying to ruin it. They thought maybe they were doing the right thing, but they ruined it. A couple of schools out in Oregon named Lynch, Lynch Elementary. Somebody complained that the word Lynch put them in mind of lynching. So the school board changed the names of the schools. They were named for the guy who gave them the land in the 1800s. Lynch is about the third most popular last name in the country. (laughs)
0: Right. Well, and don't forget about how power wash, where we got the term.
1: That's where I'm going okay, okay. Well, when we came across those, they didn't have a GarageLogic title. We didn't know what to call them. Uh, The woman who went in a hobby store and saw cotton balls that you use for decorations. Correct. And she said that was evocative of slavery and complained so that the hobby store wouldn't sell them anymore. We, st- we didn't know what to call this, except it was innocence turned into darkness. It was vile and insidious. And then we came across the story uh, out in Seattle, where two King County Superior Court judges Said we got to clean up the steps outside mm-hmm. because uh, there's uh, there's a lot of debris on the steps. We're very close to homeless shelters, and a lot of people uh, have left behind uh, undesirable evidence of, of their presence. Of their presence. Not that the homeless were undesirable; that they were just making a mess of the courthouse right. steps. So sure enough, uh, the janitorial crew got a power washer. Everybody knows what a power washer. Oh, they're is, very right? very. I've used a power washer. Yes. I don't own a power washer. Not good to borrow. Do they got cylinders. Uh, I don't. Let's not go there. All right, but I I like power washers. Yes, they're very efficient. <laughs> I put one through the side of a wooden boat once because I didn't know <laughs> what I was what I was doing. So they they, uh, they got the guys to go out there with a power washer, and sure enough, uh, a city councilman saw this. A city councilman. I'm going to give you his name here. Uh, okay, so I, he's walking
0: by. He ju- he's walking he's walking by and stumbles upon these guys power washing. And then,
1: the, uh, yeah, Larry Gossett. Uh, he's a member of the uh, King County Council. Uh, representing District 2 portions of Seattle, Washington, including Capitol Hill, Central District, Mount Baker, Columbia City, Rainier Valley, and Skyway. I throw those in for our Washington State listers. They might know where those areas are. And he makes a big to-do out of seeing a guy out there on the courthouse steps with a power washer, and he says, "Uh uh-oh, that's evocative of uh, turning water hoses on civil rights activists in the 1960s. Unbelievable. No, it isn't. It was the use of a power washer, and the name came to us, power washing. That's power washing. Power washing is when social justice warriors bend the truth and turn it into darkness. The truth is, Baby, It's Cold Outside is not about date rape. That truth is lost if you buy into the thinking of these young musicians. The truth is the schools out in Oregon were named Lynch after the fellow who bequeathed them the land back in the late 1800s. The truth is, lady, in the hobby store, those are cotton balls that kids use to uh, decorate their papers and make, uh, what do they make? with Bunnies. That's the tail of a bunny. <laughs> right. It's right. a bleeping bunny. It's an accessory. It's not racism it's not slavery and then along comes this gossip character and says we can't use a power washer over uh, out there that's like turning water hoses on uh, civil rights activists how do you no, make it that? How do you it's do a do power that? washer
0: right you can't place you can't place that um,
1: picture in your mind and force it upon us well but that's why power washing serves so well to describe these incidents First of all, it gives the person bringing this to attention a sense of power, no matter how false that sense of power is. In this case, Gossett believing himself to have a sense of power. And the washing works because it serves to wash away the truth. In every example of power washing, what gets lost is the truth of a thing. The truth of a thing has now been lost in Oregon where the schools are no longer named Lynch. And if it ever gets brought up, the truth of it is now that somebody complained and reminded them of lynching. So the truth that got lost was old farmer Lynch who gave the school board the land. That truth is gone. Uh, Baby, it's cold outside. The truth of it is it's a warm song song. Uh, where the where the where the female is being coy and the male is saying baby I lit a fire I'm gonna make some popcorn let's stay here it's snowing and these these dark people take that and turn it into something about date rape so the truth of the song gets lost the truth of the cotton balls for sale in a hobby shop get lost the truth of the fact that you can go to any big box supply store and buy a power washer for cleaning purposes they are power washers. They have nothing to do with civil rights. They have nothing to do with race. They have nothing to do with anything except getting something clean. But power washing, uh, let's think of a few more examples. Uh, there's been a few more examples. Well, that, uh, the, They're the, hanging up on my wall in my, uh, my office. <laughs>
0: yes. The, the, the big one, though, was, um, aside from the, the power washing, uh, was the one where we had, uh, where was it? It was the guy, oh, I'm, I'm, my mind's drawing completely blank right now. And that's not good to do on a podcast, is it? That doesn't shock me. uh, Well, you know, when it gets this close to Christmas and you're thinking about food and things like that. These come up
1: in life all the time. You can begin to look for them yourself. You can begin to notice them. Oh, there was one recently, a theatrical professor at Boston College who was researching the history of the song Jingle Bells, and she determined that there were racist overtones in the song Jingle Bells. Because it was once performed, she discovered, finding an old playbill, it was once performed uh, by performers in blackface. Now, she makes the illogical leap that, therefore, the song must, uh, in part, reflect some sort of racism. Uh, Maybe on the next episode, we'll talk about why the word race and racism and racist don't even mean anything anymore. Boy, that's a really good one to talk about. Don't even mean anything anymore. In any event, I think that's power washing. So she takes an innocent song, the one probably most sung by children at Christmas time, Jingle Bells. (laughs) Right? Look it up, go through the lyrics. Find to me what might be racist about it. She she claims, well, I'm not suggesting the song is racist. I'm not suggesting people shouldn't sing it. This is just the history I found of it. What history? You didn't find anything. For all I know, lots of people did plays in blackface back in the 1800s. I'm sorry that happened. We got one locally here. There's a famous, well, Minneapolis, of course, is famous for its lakes. It's the city of lakes. Lake Harriet, Cedar Lake. Uh, lake of the Isles, Lake Calhoun, Lake Nokomis, mm-hmm. and uh, what's the other one I'm thinking of on the on the golf course? Hiawatha, Hiawatha. Lake Hiawatha. Well, <clears throat> the self appointed justice warriors got there five minutes on the local television news a couple of years ago, saying this name, this lake should not be named Calhoun because it was named for John C. Calhoun. At the time, Secretary of War back in the early 19th century. He became a vice president. He was a farmer in the Carolinas who owned slaves, apparently defended slavery, making him no different than any of his neighbors, making him no different than many of his political lodge brothers at the time. But because the name Calhoun got associated with slavery, Uh, researchers went into the uh, archives and came up with the name Made Baca Sky. Is that it? Made 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 Maka Sky. So they went to the old Native American name that meant uh, White Earth or Lake of the White Earth or something to that effect. That still hasn't been approved as an official name change yet, but five will get you ten. It has been approved. You would think in order for that to be An example of credible power washing, you'd have to demonstrate that the people who named the lake for Calhoun, he merely sent some surveyors out here to help establish Fort Snelling, and so they honored him by naming this lake, which they believed to be unnamed, Lake Calhoun. And it's been Lake Calhoun for 200 years. It's in the heart of Minneapolis. You would think, in order to get the name change, you'd have to have a case. And the case would be, logically, the case would be that you found evidence that the people who decided to name the lake for Calhoun named the Lake Calhoun precisely because he did endorse slavery, which is preposterous and not plausible. That's not why the name was was named for Calhoun. It was named for him as an honor. It had nothing to do with slavery. But power washing takes that which is innocent and turns it into darkness. It's happening all around us, from Christmas songs to the names of schools to the items available in hobby shops and the one that gave it its name, Cleaning the Courthouse Steps <laughs> in in Seattle, the, the King County Judicial Center or whatever it is, because Larry Gossett, who, by the way, had a little history, a little flirtation with the Black Panthers, so I would imagine he has always seen himself Uh, as a social justice warrior, Uh, maybe even uh, considering himself an expert on the topic of the race industry and maybe the only one in the United States who could have gotten away with the preposterous claim that the use of a power washer uh, was evocative of turning hoses on civil rights activists in the '60s. Uh, GIs just don't think like that, do no, they? No, just we just don't. And and what becomes what becomes sad is that flickers of these new meanings will now enter your mind when you hear these when you hear jingle jingle bells. Just a flicker; it won't last long because that theatrical professor is a crackpot. <laughs> I don't think she's getting anywhere. And I really won't think about it a lot. When I see a power washer, I'm probably not going to think about the mistreatment of civil rights activists. And when I see the name Lynch, I probably know five families in my, knife, yes. in my life named Lynch, and it's never once occurred to me to think of that as untoward or uh, mindful of uh, of lynching. Uh, that's, that's the problem with power washing. You can help yourself identify an example of power washing when you come upon a story like, uh, like the Jingle Bell story, mm-hmm. and you say to yourself, it never once occurred to me that that could possibly be racist. Mm-hmm. Or Lake Calhoun. It never once occurred to anybody in Minnesota, that Lake Calhoun had racist connotations, it never except this this do gooder walking around the lake, thinking he 's going to get his ten minutes of fame on local television. It must have occurred to him. It must have occurred to him to look up John C. Calhoun, discover that John C. Calhoun was a slave owner unfortunate that 's the times of the time. It hardly distinguished him from anybody else in his circle, but this guy brings it to attention, and the modern politician, playing into the mystery, seizes upon it and jumps on Mm. it, because they also want to be seen as examples of virtue, and thus they go along with it. But you ask yourself, just look at your own local papers or listen to your own local newscast, and you'll be surprised at how often you're going to see examples of power washing come up. Uh, it's right up there with windmilling. It's right up there with uh, oh, what are some of the others? Uh headdressing head power, power washing windmilling. uh windmilling. as we as we in Garage Logic attempt to discover in a daily radio show what in God's name is happening to people, uh, that's when these that's when these come up and we end up giving them names. And we didn't have a name, as I say, we didn't have a name for whatever this was taking something charming and innocent and turning it to darkness. We didn't have a name for it until uh, Larry Gossett got his way out in Washington (laughs) and put the kibosh on those power washers. I don't know if they're still using them or not. I have no idea. Uh, My guess would
0: be uh, maybe under the cover of night.
1: Well, how else are you going to hose off some steps? I don't know. That's the only way to do it. That's what a power washer is for. If the guy wanted to be more uh, accurate, a hose would have been more evocative of civil rights uh, activists than a power washer.
0: Right. But well, no. we don't make that. We don't think like that, so we don't make that connection.
1: But they're out there. It's in your real life every day. Uh, it's, it's, you know what it can be linked to? It can be linked into uh, the mystery's desire. We've talked about the mystery, haven't we? We've uh, talked about y- the mystery.
0: I think we did in one of the first. Yeah. We, we haven't gone on uh, extensively like we have with power washing. If
1: you uh, are of a mind to power wash then it stands to reason that it must follow. You are of a mind to be part of the movement of the mystery to erase our history. And you can't bring about the mystery without completely erasing history. So power washers, whether they think that's what they're up to or not, they are of a mind to be helpful to the mystery by helping to erase history. That's what power washing is. Look for examples in your own life, and you'll be shocked at how often you're going to come up with examples. And when you do, let us know. You can email us at where Rook,
0: uh, GLJoe at fifteen hundred ESPN
1: dot com or Rookie at fifteen hundred ESPN dot com. Well, I'm I'm collecting all of the examples that that we come across, and. Uh, uh, at some point, I'll, I'll recite them on a future podcast. But a uh, uh, future podcast, we might have to talk about why the word race, racist, and racism no longer means anything. But today was power washing. Yeah. Look for it in your own life and reject it out of hand.
0: Let's have uh, Dylan and Johnny Height take us uh, take us home. How's oh, that they sound?
1: Can, they can play that guitar. All right, thanks, fellas, and thank you to tuning
0: in to the Garage Logic Podcast. The inside story, the backstory, the inside look. Johnny Height, Dylan, take us out. We'll check, catch you next time for the next episode of the Garage Logic Podcast.